Hey everyone, welcome to The Flip Side with your hosts Chris and Sean. We're a podcast rambling about the interesting questions in the world of movement. Hey guys, welcome back to The Flip Side. Uh, we are going to discuss uh, kind of thoughts and opinions on how trickers do cart and why I think they're very weird and why Chris might think some of them are weird because he tells me that some tech is on purpose and some tech is very much not. So here's the thing. Oh, All God. carts are bad. <laughs> okay, so not wrong. <laughs> Never oh. do cartwheels. Punch moves should not exist in trigger. <laughs> oh my God, I hate it's it. It's bad for your ankles and it hurts your inner thighs. That's just yep. my experience. <laughs> so the the big thing that I come from is like gymnastics. I've, I mean, everybody's always going to shit on me for it. That I, I think more of it from the gymnastics point of view than tricking point of view. But like cart is supposed to be like a round off, at least in my assumption. I, I think that is what it's supposed to be. Am I correct? You are correct. Actually, I talked to Jeff about this and he has very like he generally has very polarized opinions about how tricks are performed and the way and reason why. And I was telling him your theory, which is, um, sorry if I'm stealing your thunder here, but so basically, no, you're fine. so you were talking about like round off and cartwheel, and then you say trickers do cart off. And you're like, why is it a cart off? Because a round off is a cartwheel with your feet together. And so if you start a cartwheel, like a cart off, and then you put your feet together at the end, you did a round off. It doesn't matter if you spin step or not. And he and he disagreed with me at first when I explained it, and then I showed him, and then he was like, "Holy shit, it's the same!" <laughs> and it just blew his mind. And he was literally just like, he was like, you know, like caving in on himself. He was like, "Ah, existential crisis." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's like his go-to move. So he's like, oh, yeah. "I've been calling my go-to move a card off my whole life." <laughs> so you're like, "It's not though." It, you actually do round off, bitch. Even when he does that out of hook kick, he does round off, which is so funny. But it's like, yeah, I just, it blew my mind too when you said that. I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Card off doesn't exist. We no. just hate to say round off. Yep. Because it's I fine. think when we say round off, it starts to put like, it puts expectations on our round off. Because you say round off and we go, oh, well, then that means that gymnasts are better at it than we are. And we have to look at their tech and copy it. But we say card off and then we just get away with everything. We're like, eh, now it can look however it wants. And then we can just say like, oh, this is this is efficient. This is proper because it is. And it's like, okay, maybe out of the ones you've tested, but have you ever gotten really good at round off? No. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> if you got, if, if triggers got really good at round off, do you know how crazy swing change would start to get out of a punched oh. up? Let me let me think about some triggers that are really good at roundoff. Um, Chose, um, <laughs> um yeah. Mr. B. Delamont, his roundoff is so good and is like my one of my favorite triggers to watch. And um, Jeff, phenomenal yeah. roundoff, honestly, phenomenal. So that's the thing. I hate cart so much because people. So it's almost like hook kick for me. Some yeah. people make it looks so goddamn ugly that I just look away for a second. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's a thing. It's there. They're just trying to get from point A to point B. I get it. 
but it's so bad. And it's so wrong too. You're gonna put such an ugly trick in the middle of your combo. I'm talking about like, you can do Scoot or TDR and you can punch out of those if you really like want to. And it's like, but you're gonna use a cartwheel. And like, okay, if you're gonna use a cartwheel and you're using it for the essence of a cartwheel, then do a cartwheel. I don't yeah. know what all this sideways crap is with your feet landing wrong and your knees bent. Like, make it look pretty. Yeah, like, I know. Because you're not, you're deciding not to do a pretty move to do that move. And if you're not going to learn how to do a round off, which is the power form of that move, and you're going to basically do a crappy version of it, then make it look good at least. Don't yeah. like, don't pretend that it's your power zone when it's you're not even going to upgrade its power. <laughs> you know? That's, that's the thing where I've seen with carts. One of the biggest things that annoys me with carts. Hey, if you enjoy our content and you want to show some support, make sure you follow us on Spotify and Instagram. Our Instagram tag is the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast. Make sure to go on there. Just shout out like old episodes that you liked, anything about the new episodes. You can comment on any of them. We would really appreciate it. And if you do end up wanting to go a step further, just become a supporter. All you have to do is follow the link in the description in any of our episodes that we've published. And you can also go under the about section in our Spotify homepage. You can do as little as 99 cents a month. Any amount that you guys support us is going to help us build a better podcast and help build better trickers around the world. Because when people go, oh, I did cart trip. I'm like, okay, let me break this down for you. And this is going to sound really fucking rude. I think I disagree with you here, but go ahead. There, there are certain times where I can see that it's cart trip. Yeah. And I and I agree with it, but there are times because it's more like a round off. What There's is your personal limit? Where it is not a cart trip and yeah. it's not. So like they do cart and as they put their feet down, their hips are literally turned almost forward where they're and going. And you can tell this, you can tell this by the bend. Uh, like if you're setting here, then I believe it is, I would consider it a trip. But if you're setting yeah. past that and you're leaning forward essentially, then, yeah, no, not big, then big no. And I've seen that even from like some bigger people who would do like like pretty decent trips. And I'm like, I'm like there's no initiation for takeoff before their hips pass. So actually I'm gonna get up to the show this one. So <laughs> But make sure that it's decipherable for yes. audio only. No, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually well. gonna somewhat discern things. So if I'm looking at if I am facing north, north is zero degrees. Let's put it that way. So this is how I'm landing ground off. If I take off and I start to initiate from there for my twist, that makes sense. That's backwards, so I would consider that a triple, no matter what. And that pretty okay. much goes to about 90 degrees. So since I'm lefty, that would be me facing west. And that's the same as tricking because um, the way that the, my opinion, the best trick terminology is breaks that down is it is um, complete to like late complete. Is like yes. how they say it. So, so it's taking, still taking off backwards. Yeah, so taking it from there, if their feet land somewhere in between that realm of like zero to 90, I would more give it credit for actually being a trip, especially if they show initiation. Right. The problem is I see a lot of carts land feet almost at 90 or a little bit past, and they start to initiate. Now it's a little bit of a gray zone, but to me, I'm now going forwards. I'm not going backwards anymore. It should be a completely different skill. And that's that's the way I see it. Or I'll see people, they'll hit with their feet at like at like 45. So between north and west, because that's the way. So almost but like probably closer to what would be still correct complete. Yeah. Late and then they don't 
initiate, like they don't start to take off before their shoulders are turned. So they're now almost leaning forward before right. they, so to me, the way I see it, so I'm gonna come back to the camera here, is that anything that we're, if they're not leaving the floor during the initiation of the twist, they're essentially doing a different skill. It's It becomes more of a forward skill the way I see it. So like, I, I'm gonna keep saying like cart trip just because it's the most predominant one that I've seen. Yeah. Where it looks like they're doing a Randy instead of a triple fold. They yeah. are two wildly different skills. And I've seen a lot of people have struggles with their triples because they're taking off like that. And I actually, I've seen it more even in um, like beginner round off dubs or like car dubs yeah. or like even double corks, they'll like completely turn around. It's like you're trying to initiate your twist with like going from a pike position, kicking your feet into a straight position into your twist, thinking that will make you twist faster or whatever, you're, or you're trying to break it down mentally instead of doing like, you're trying to think like half and then 1.5 or however you're breaking it down. It just like allows you to spot by turning around that way, but yeah. it is not more efficient because this is what we used to say when we were first learning triples, just even on trampoline. I was like, I was like, okay, can you do a backflip? Yes. Okay. Can you do three twists vertically? Yes. yes. Okay. So do a backflip with three <laughs> twists because you're not doing, you don't want to do a double full with an extra twist. You don't want to do a single full with two extra twists. You don't no. want to do 1.5 with 1.5 extra twists. You want no. to do a backflip with three twists because that is the breakdown of it. As soon as you stop doing a backflip with three twists, now you're on some wacky axis. You're in some wacky control zone that you don't know. You don't practice like, you don't practice off axis backflips. No. For your triples, no. <laughs> there might be some off-axis energy in there, but it's not on purpose. It shouldn't no. be on purpose. As soon as you start purposely trying to do that, you're overcompensating. Oh yeah, like a real bad. So, and that's what exactly what I think this is—an overcompensation, assuming you're not reaching a point that you already are. Yeah. So I'll see people land their cart, and it frustrates me because they'll call it. They call it things that I don't see. Like, I know I'm very specific on things because in the code of points, like, especially for gymnastics, it's very cut and dry. Like, it is this way or it is this way. There is no, like, gray area. Because, like, a back half and an Arabian are essentially the same skill. Right. They really are. It's just one has an earlier turn. That's it. But Arabian is harder than a back half, in my opinion, even though Arabian double front is really easy. But a half in, a half in double front is easier because of the way the rotation works and all that kind of stuff. I agree with that. And I still think Arabian is easier for me, but then I tried to learn it on my dark side and I was like, no, Arabian is way harder. <laughs> for no good reason. Yeah. So the thing that I see from Card a lot beyond even just starting and initiating on time is that when they push off their hands, they're they're hitting in awkward positions for your body mechanically, and their hips will be way ahead of them and their shoulders will be behind. So what I was saying earlier, like seeing where their shoulders take off and where it initiates also kind of dictates what they're doing in my head, but also seeing where their hips are dependent on like what skill they're doing. So I've seen people literally land with their hips almost turned completely sideways at like a late complete, but their shoulders are still back at zero. And I'm like, that isn't correct. Like that shouldn't be correct. Like that's not. Right, and the, I think the reasoning behind that is that they're wound up. So with their legs ahead of their 
upper body, they're able to jump and then twist really aggressively, which I understand, but structurally it is, and I don't think that they're doing it on purpose. I think it's become like a, like a, oh, this is how my body learned to do it through repetition. It just yeah. worked that one time, but this is like, it's negatively impacting your technique because once you try to make that jump from dub to trip, it's not gonna help you. It's gonna no, it's be not. much more difficult. You can't punch the floor with a bro with broken posture like that. No, um, you can't. And maybe you can, but you're gonna screw up your back big time. Oh, really? <laughs> like, the biggest thing okay. about yeah, okay, let's finish this, and then I have a really bad point to make, but go ahead. Ooh, actually, I want to hear that bad you, point. You want I it now? Okay, it. so originally, people used to call it Cart Arabian, and I still call it Cart Arabian, and it should be Cart Arabian. But now, some people have lost their way, and I've heard <laughs> it, I've heard it called Cart Front. I'm sorry, say because that again? Yeah, they call it cart front. And then I said, wait, but so you're not doing a half twist at the beginning of this cartwheel or at the beginning of this front flip. So it's just a cart front because you're taking off forwards. And they go, yes. And then I said, That's wait, 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 it gets worse. And then I said, wait, what? so what about your dubs? And then they said, yeah, it's only 1.5 twists because I'm taking off forwards. And then we were practicing <laughs> tricks on the trampoline and then they did a D-leg twist and they said, oh, I'm practicing full D-leg twist because that's how I take out of my cart. So they're actively, oh. actively training to take off forwards out of their cartwheel. Not, oh. not rebounding, not like, but like continuing momentum, essentially doing a tinsica and punching forwards. So round off. Rudy, oh. for those of you who have not followed along so far, round off Rudy. That hurts my brain your so bad because that's just so stupid. It's, it is, <laughs> I, I hate it so much. Uh, it structurally doesn't make sense. And when you do a cartwheel, you land with your feet facing the way that you came, same as an aerial, and you look the way that you came from. And like, I don't know, at what point do you draw the line between someone's idea of efficiency and the idea of how a trick is performed. Like, do you say, I don't know, like what, what if cart front is, no, never say what that if again. it's, what if it's better, like efficiently? And like, what if you really can get a stronger punch out of it? What if cheating it is better? And I know that just, just entertain that idea. Okay. So now that we're entertaining that idea and we pretend that that's a real thing, at what point do you say, okay, this is no longer a car wheel anymore. And like, you need, to, you need to retain the integrity of the trick. Like you, like you're not doing a car wheel anymore, but because cart trip and cart Arabian exist because a cartwheel is performed the way it needs to be performed. You are not allowed to cheat cartwheel like that. Like, in my opinion, even if you think it's better, you're not allowed to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> oh, this is hurting my brain so bad. Cause it's just like, it's essentially just an off axis front handspring. Like if you're saying it's a cart front, you're doing yeah. an off axis front handspring. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what you're doing. Right. Oh, so now we're front tumbling. I don't yeah, know. Like, I don't care. That's what you're doing. 
Like it's not a cart. Like it's not. At that I'm point, I'm gonna get my pizza really fast. And no, that's. Yeah, I'll, I'll entertain them because I'll also say like, if you're essentially saying your cart dub is doing a 1.5 <laughs> telling them like, oh, I do this round off and then I do a backwards Arabian and I, or a backwards uh, Rudy. A backwards one and a half is not called a Rudy. But that's a front tone blade skill. So you're essentially just saying, oh, I'm doing this really shitty setup into a harder skill than a double fold. Because a Rudy is inherently harder than a double fold, in my opinion. And they're just, they're calling it stupid things. Oh, oh God, that hurts my brain. <laughs> um, Sorry, I had to lay that on you so thick. <laughs> no, it's, it's just like, like I was just saying, it's like, that's like saying, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing a backwards Rudy. Right. Like, no, that's not a thing. Like, I'm sorry, but it's not. Like, that right. Is... And it's actually why people don't count. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily, but like a part of why they don't count. Um, like when you get a spam dubs tattoo, you have to do, um, like the original one was TDR double cork, double cork. And now I think it's just double cork, double cork. Um, <laughs> but because they count as a dub dub is basically what they're saying. And they go, cart dub dub is not a dub dub, even if there's a swing in the middle. And, and part of the reasoning was because the first dub isn't a full dub. So they even knew it back then. The God. other reasoning, okay. the other reasoning is because they both should be swings because it's a double cork, double cork. Yeah. It's more copy paste. Your hitting all rotations guaranteed. But yeah. just the idea that like a cart dub swing dub doesn't hit full rotation is like oh. kind of disgusting. Okay. Also, what about like? Do you want to go into like the mechanics of a cart, like pop? Um, because they do this in dance as well, where they do like cart, step out, pop, backflip, step out. Yeah, which I think is still different. And I can actually get into that too, but. Yeah. One big thing for cart for me to like differentiate it from like cart to round off, you can swing a cart, you can't swing a round off. So what they're doing is literally just a really shitty version of a round off half the time. Like, yeah. That it is. Because a cart wheel should come feasibly somewhere in range of like an act, like a vertical axis. So even if it comes this way with your leg, you can still swing here. I mean, you can't quite swing here. So, I mean, if you're somehow doing cart and you're coming this way, you are doing something incredibly wrong. But- and you know, it's also really interesting. The more you're breaking it down, the more I keep thinking that, um, like, do you understand the mechanics of a cart switch? Kind of, I've never done one, I guess, but Okay, so like normal cartwheel, like if you're going to do a nice, beautiful gymnastics cartwheel, it lands in tricking hyper. Um, so okay. so if you're a left twister, you're landing on your right leg. But if you plant on your hands just like a little bit more with your weight and you can shove off, you can switch your feet so you're landing on yeah. your left leg instead. So you're an eagle. Um, the more that you're talking about round off, the more I realized that like the more like you won't over cheat or like over twist out of your round off like you won't have your feet at the 45 if you yeah. think of it like a cart switch but your feet together like with that left hip being the driving force um of your round off it's almost better um like momentum wise to be the opposite 45. yeah don't you think blocking wise right it's that's why when they're saying like they're doing cart dub, I'm like, it's not a it's not a cart, like it's not inherently. Like the way that you land is just not there. So I mean if you think about round off like a cart switch, that would make a lot more sense because of the different types of hip engagement where 
when you do round off, even if it's lefty, you're technically not twisting to the left, you're twisting to the right. So it's with that hip engagement, making a switch. Like if you wanted to do round off swing, like that is a feasible thing because of the way that you actually engage the hips. Like thinking about it mechanically, like it's possible. Never yeah, and it. that's what I'm saying. Like it makes so much more sense to think of it like a switch than it does like a punch because triggers have this like weird idea in their head that they can like punch from anywhere and it's still no. like it's the same amount of strength and it's like well you ever done a back handspring <laughs> yeah i was about to say you get, back get back a lot of power on that there is a lot more potential in a round off if you've done a fat back handspring like if, like yeah. a trick around off it just does not compare to no. a back handspring when you hit it right so like the idea that like you can get the down. same type of punch in a round off you're like <laughs> yeah you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah, that's what it should feel. Like, who would have thought? Oh my God. Um, what about what about um arms? So like, what I've found, it's very interesting. A lot of people uh, who have really good carts will actually say that wide arms are better in a cartwheel um, because they are traveling more distance than, and when they push off, they're more stretched out. So they hit a, a, a better postured block. They're in a deeper block position because their arms are are wider, which makes them farther from their body, which means they're in a deeper block. Um, but I know that, or at least I was taught um, when I was being taught like actual gymnastics that you're supposed to cover your ears. So, okay, it this is where things kind of get complicated with round off. Um, is it opinionated through coaches? At, like, can no. you at least say that? So when you're doing twisting, um, I would say that a wider block actually makes sense. Like if you're directly connecting twisting out of your round off and it's not like a double flipping twist, a wider round off does make more sense. It does. Okay. Like I, I've never done it that way. So to me personally, that doesn't make sense because if I'm doing a twist, I just want to focus on hitting my feet early and just kind of forcing the posture up. So I focus on floating more than pulling my feet. But the other way kind of doesn't let you do that. It just kind of forces you to float anyway. Um, I've seen it a lot more, but even some of the best twisters in the world, like um, Kenzo Shirai, Kohei Uchimura, they don't do that. So like, I don't know. It could partially be just like a person by like gymnast by gymnast basis. Yeah. Because I've seen it. And I've do you seen think it's it a body type? Special. Do you think wider shoulders? Um, I think it has to partly do with wider shoulders. Because like, want the wider. If you're arms. here, and you have better control over your shoulder because like you're just built this way, that yeah. makes. But if you're built here, you can get more power here than you could here because part of it isn't gonna come straight in there. So it's just how it works. I think just mechanically for them, but I think it also gives you more time to focus harder on the twist and like stiffening up because a regular round off, you really snap it down off your hands. Yeah. So the hit is a lot different in the way that it that it pushes afterwards. Not the force Makes you flip a lot faster, yes. which in you turn will increase your twisting speed, but that doesn't mean that your flip twist ratio will allow for it to. Correct. So that's the thing where you have to really be on point with it or you're screwed. Where the other way kind of fixes that naturally because it's harder to initiate the flip out of the other. So it, it usually controls the flip aspect so you can just focus on the twist aspect. Like, it's the people, same thing. Like, there's different types of corks in tricking to allow for a different following move. Just like you're yeah. saying, like maybe it's preference, 
overall and maybe it is because they're doing a connection after the round off maybe it's yeah. um you know back 540 punch front full punch double front or something and they need to have the control so they choose a different round off um yeah. also the way i think of round off when i think of round off with my arms tight against my ears I'm thinking of like creating a really powerful linear line. Like it's yeah. probably going to be followed by back handspring. If I have really wide arms, then I'm thinking more like I'm doing a Webster half and my arms are just a lot like guiding me through it. And then yeah. I get to that point and my best triples, I actually do this weird thing where like, I, I kind of have like, like T-Rex arms and then I hit my punch and then I flick my fingers down and then in, uh, like I down and then oh, I yeah. set. I go like, I like, it's almost like I have water on my hands and I flick them down yeah. and then my feet hit and then I set and pull in. I don't know why, I think maybe because it's like a full downward extension. So I have more like aggressive, like I'm hitting a full range into yeah. my twists versus like starting T-Rex arms and pulling in is kind of what it feels like. I don't know, it works really well for me. It's like how I hit most of my quads on trampoline is with that like, like finger flick tech which I didn't realize I was doing, but I just started doing it. And then I noticed it and I was like, oh, that works every time now. <laughs> yeah, the way, the way that I always went into twisting, and I was not very good at twisting um, comparatively, was more just hitting hollower. So I would focus less on the flips than I could focus harder on the twist. So yeah. as hitting out of the round off, I would focus more on a hollow body position. So that as I hit, I didn't need to fully extend. I could just literally let the flip continue over because I'm already creating backwards momentum. So I don't need to worry about the flip. My flip and is gonna- This is why it's so important to hit your cart off perfectly because if you don't hit it square, you're not doing a backflip with twists anymore. Like no. you're saying, hitting that hollow position is exactly what we were talking about. You're doing a layout with two twists. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Cause like, I would just let the flip carry over and I would just focus on the twist. So I'm just doing the layout. I'm like, all right, well, I don't need to worry about that. I just need to worry about this other one. And a way that I like bad, I guess I shouldn't 100% say it this way. Cause usually connections also build into more archy takeoffs, but bad twisting is usually too archy. And it almost always happens or it's too closed in. Like it kind of varies, but like if you're taking off super high, and you're super archy before you start your twist, you're probably either going to over-rotate or you're going to get lost. And it's almost always going to happen because your the flip-twist ratio is going to be all kinds of whack or your body, like your angle is going to be off. But like if you're- And your barrel, like you're saying, your barrel's closed. You have yeah. no more control. If you're no. open, you can make adjustments by tucking or um, loosening it up. Um, but if you are tucked or loose, you can't make adjustments. You can't no. get tighter. It's too late. You already set. Yeah. So that's the thing. You're, you're doing too much of the flip. So then you go into the barrel. You're like, oh crap, I'm flipping too much. You can't make an adjustment now. You it's don't too have late. To yeah. That's why yeah. you hit that middle ground. So then you can make changes. Mm -hmm. So then you'll see people that do more connection passes. They'll almost hit this weird in between. So I call it, I've learned to call it pencil while being at the gym that I'm at. It's just really almost hitting straight. So they'll be in the slight hollow position, but they'll almost be straighter, almost like from their hip to their shoulder or true hollow. What I mean is like really seeing that round back position. Do you see that different between guys and girls as well? No, usually okay. it's almost like a technique because it's just efficiency for the tumbling. Um, hey, just like we said, body type, it's body yes. type, not gender. Yes. So you'll see them as they're connecting, they'll hit straighter up so they can snap it back just enough to get extra rotation in the flip 
so that they land correctly to be able to connect into a different skill. It depends on if they're going forwards or backwards, but usually you connect backwards to forwards and forwards to backwards in most aspects. I've seen how people do like whip pull punch double back or something like that, which is really boggles my mind. It's a really cool connection. Yeah, but they still do that small little arch so that they can get their feet to hit where they want and they just know that they need to snap it down because the rotation's pretty much there then. If their shoulders are past where your hips are going, when you're taking off already with that small arch, yeah. the foot initiates by itself. So then when you want to finish it, if you have the air awareness, you know, okay, I do the twist and then I just kick the floor as hard as humanly possible. Like, and it's just, it's, that makes a lot of sense. It's a lot like swing throughs in the sense that you're fully relaxed until you say, okay, I'm putting my foot down now. And when you do, you basically stomp it to the floor and you engage all the way through your leg and you can feel the muscles actively engage. Like if you don't engage them and you have like a loose joint, you'll oh, know. You'll know. So especially with the single leg, like that is accelerated information. <laughs> that is that is gonna definitely let you know. Versus the two feet, I feel like it's a lot harder to learn it because you're not gonna know as much. Like, yeah. Um, so I was actually training for cart wrapped full punch double back for a while, and I might get back to it. But the problem I was having was that I was tucking during my wrap full, and so that when I would shove my feet to the floor for my double back. Um, that was my plan, but it wasn't working because it ended up being like a muscular trick yeah. instead of a tech yeah. trick because I was basically like, oh, but I'm hitting posture. And you're like, yeah, but you're hitting posture from like a spring loaded position instead of hitting posture just from posture. Yeah, from posture. Like it should just right. nap. Your posture should be hit with abs, not with extending your knees. <laughs> Ew. You want to come, you want to come from an arch in, not from an arch out to hit posture and i think no. that's i think that's something we've never talked about before but that is very important mechanically oh yeah well and when you're doing cart the way that i've seen most trickers do cart it's very weird when they say they do most twisting skills and like it doesn't make sense because they're throwing off their twist timing so when people are saying oh i'm chasing dub and then i watch their cart they're like doing cart dub and it takes off the way that we've been talking about where it's yeah or i'm like you're not doing cart dub that's why like right. you're, you're essentially doing a really weird front hands for Rudy. And it's, it is harder to get punched going forwards because mechanically it is easier to flip backwards than it is forwards. It just and what's crazy too is like having your feet at all these different points, like at the 45 or past on either side, it's, you, your momentum is in a certain direction. You have a direction of motion and you're hitting yeah. at this weird angle. Okay, so what direction does your body think you're going like kind of towards your shoulder but not through your spine it's not mechanically strong and no. you don't necessarily know you're like oh i'm going backwards you're like bro you're at a 45. you think yeah, you're, you're going, going what you don't want to go backwards now your no, shoulder so is your lead and you're going to go backwards but i've seen that i've seen people do that where they are sideways and then they do a backflip twist, but they continue to move the way they're going. And then they like somehow bring it around. Like they 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 fudge with the barrel in this weird way where that they can like make that work. But it makes it very difficult to swing it because yeah. your momentum is all awkward. But this is also why I really stress training full variations because you will understand by doing like a full shuriken, full D-leg, especially like a shuriken, because it's like, if you did a full shuriken and you were swinging from that, then you'd be like, oh, this is my direction of motion. And this oh, yeah. is going across this plane. And if you mess that up, 
it's gonna feel very stressful in your hips and in your knees, and it's just gonna feel overall awkward. Your spot's gonna be weird. So it's gonna teach you how to properly follow that barrel because the barrel that people are playing with a lot of times is just super wrong. Oh, correct. Yeah, 100%. Um, I wanted to touch on pops before our time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So cart pop, uh, actually, um, a long time, actually, yeah, I would guess I would say a long time ago, like a year or so ago, I was working with a dancer on working um, back layout, step out. So essentially gain, yeah, just like a gainer, but taking off two feet, so pop flash, I guess. Yeah, pop flash. Um, originally, I started teaching it to her from a cartwheel. So the way that I did it was the way that gymnasts learn cartwheels, like cartwheel lunch or lunch, cartwheel lunch. So you start with your, if you're lefty, you start with your left foot in front, you put your hands down, you land on your right foot. That's just how it works. So eventually it came to, I was doing cartwheel step together. That's what I call it. That's what my lead up is to round offs normally. Cause you learn as you put that foot down, you, since you feel like you have balance, you feel like you can push off your hands very aggressively and snap your leg in. So what it creates is this feeling of actually coming up and turning over really quick off your hands and understanding what those body positions feel like. So I had her start doing that into like a back tuck and then a back handspring step out. And just like getting that feeling, I was like, okay, now just go higher into the back handspring step out. You know how it feels. Now just try to get those legs down quicker and jump as quick as you can and try to go as high as you can and just wait on putting your hands down. And eventually it became like a round off pop flash. That's really? Yes. I so, like cart pop back flash. Like that repetitive, like copy paste of the feet is super, super cool. I think it's quite easy. So the thing is with the way that I would be teaching it makes probably less sense to the way that you guys do cartwheel. So right. I actually teach the same thing to trickers when they're working on their cartwheel. I had this private lesson that came to me and he needed help with his cart trip. And he was like, I cannot get it. And I had him train that. And I also had him train um, cart. So it was a cart and you do the pop version. And then yeah. instead of stepping out with the same leg. So instead of going from like, the cart is in hyper. Instead of going from hyper to hyper, you do cart, pop, flash, but you land on your left leg. So it would be a pop switch. And that teaches you to keep your hips square and to not unsquare your hips from your cartwheel. So basically what people yeah. do is they'll unsquare their hips and then take off. But if you keep your hips square, even from a pop, like from a hyper position, hyper can still be have, it can still have square hips. So yeah, you, you just don't lose the squareness and you do the switch. You don't have a back and forth that you have to fix. And if you can no. learn that, then the, the, the trip works better and it fixed it. Yes. So the way that I started working with her on doing cartwheel different, because a lot of triggers will do cartwheel kind of like, um, how very beginner cartwheels are with their hands turned like this which is also very funny to me because like to me this is not the correct way to put down your hands it looks bad yeah i know we call it t hands so it's since i'm a lefty my left hand turns left and then my right hand points back towards my left hand so yeah. it guarantees that you're pretty much gonna go straight vertical if you do it correctly so then everything becomes in a straight line so because you're it, maxing out your joints so they can't continue to yes wobble. Yeah. And the way that I tell them, I'm like, okay, when you do your T hands though, you, a round off should feel like you're essentially doing a one arm pirouette and your second hand just kind of comes down and pushes you off a little bit. That should be it. That's, that's how a round off works. They're like, well, that doesn't make sense. And then they do it a couple times like, oh, that's really fast. I'm like, that's the point because it turns you over faster. So it forces all of the other mechanics to follow through 
a lot quicker. So you've got to keep up with it. And then, it's like flip twist ratio. Yes. And it, it, it boggles their mind sometimes. And it's really funny to watch. Um, and that is where I kind of get in between this wide arm stance and this close arm stance. Because your one hand reaches down. The other one, even though it comes close, it's still a little bit wider than your shoulder width. So it's not perfectly here. And I, that's why I don't 100% teach cardio here. I just teach them to squeeze their one ear and not both ears so that as they take off, they can square back up. But everything beforehand is just comfortability of where you can put your hands down so they can focus more on coming straight or at least close to vertical as possible. So they get the best energy transfer. So it almost looks like a, um, what's it called? Gumby. Like yeah. If you guys took Gumby tech, and did it for round off instead. I've seen some trickers that do. My Gumby and my round off are on different sides, but it, I've seen trickers that have them on the same sides and they usually have the best round offs. Yeah, cause like when you were when you were telling me how to do Gumby, I was like, well, this doesn't make sense even though it's left, like I don't pirouette that way. That's not technically a lefty pirouette. So it feels weird. And then I did it on my other side. I was like, oh, this is really easy. And you're like, ah, I remember that. Hey. You know, like, you're like, that's dark side. I was like, oh. That's really easy. So I'm just going to keep doing it that way. <laughs> and that's where I feel like they should, Tricker should take the Gumby tech and transfer it to Kark because I feel like it would just look a lot better. It would be a little bit harder to transfer out of certain skills. And I get that. But that's why I don't think Kark should be used the way it is because they do this like really stupid, weird spin step. You don't need to spin step into a Kark to get a triple bowl. I'm just gonna yeah. tell you. No, I think you're right. Ready? I think they're on the wrong side of the parallel. Like if this is, if there's a, if there's a line and that is the perfect round off for cartwheel or whatever you want to call it. And then you have a Gumby, which is like above that line. It's like a little too like eccentric. Um, yeah. But like the efficiency will lean you back. It will, it'll, it'll pull you back into the proper line. But then yeah. if you're on the wrong side of the line and you do it bad, there is nothing to tell you to go up. But you're saying like be more eccentric, do it more a little bit more ridiculous, and then yeah, you'll fall into place where you need to be. It will because okay. And listen to this man. He he is the best roundup I've literally ever seen, and I've seen a lot of roundups. Gymnasts know how to twist. We really, really do. We're really, really good at it. Same as divers, but divers don't tumble, so it's a little bit different. None of us spin step into skills. We don't. And yet we can twist just as far out of punch. So like, not if, more. when I'm seeing people run and do spin step cart, I'm like, no, that's just stupid. Like you had no reason to do that. You don't. Just I think do it's it. like a uniqueness thing. I think they wanted to make it their own. Um, so that they started doing that. And it is how you set up for a lot of tricks. So they just kind of adopted it, but I don't think it's right either. Not for cartwheel. I hate it with passion. Burn passion. Oh. All right. So those are my thoughts on cart. I might do another episode complaining about other things eventually, but I'll leave it off there. Yeah, something I want to talk about maybe next time is going from hyper into cartwheel because that is yes. different. Um, that doesn't, you step out forwards. So that would be another interesting conversation. Way different. All right. See you guys All next that. time. Yeah, see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow us on the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast on Instagram. And C-H-R-I-S-P-Y underscore T-R-I-X. That's Crispy Tricks on Instagram. And I also have another YouTube channel, Tricks Fix, T-R-I-X face F-I-X for more tutorials and other things. And we'll see you guys next time.